the Alpha Sessions. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's Alpha Sessions. Today, I have Say Anise in the studio. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to have a nice chat. So, first of all, straight out of the box, real name is not Say Anise. No, that would be a strange choice from my parents. I mean, we've had we had weirder. <laughs> we've had weirder. Yeah. But um, why the name? Oh, it's a terror. It's not even a story. It's a terrible story. It's just um, I. My name is Emily Barnett. And there are a lot of Emily Barnett's. And so I was trying to think of, like, another name. And I was in my friend's kitchen and she saw some star anise, you know, like, the aniseed. That's what you made me think of. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, why don't you call yourself star anise? And I was like, I can't call myself star. And then I just, (laughs) because that would be so star. Um, And so I changed it to say, and it means nothing. And Mm. that's the story, yeah. But at least it's less, it's more original than Emily Barnett. Yeah, it's nice that I'm a think you could have gone for Star Anise. Because, mm. I mean, that's unique. Because I wouldn't ever just call you Star, you'd always be Star Anise. But anyway, Say Anise is, is brilliant. Anyway, People do think that my name is Say, first name Say, surname Anise. And sometimes they're like, they'll message me and they'll be like, Hi, Say. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I suppose you would get that a lot. Yeah. Um, so you've achieved like- quite a lot in the last few years. And, I mean, I've been looking through all your Spotify releases, your Instagram, you're very active, live performer. You've got singles, loads of singles out. Um, an EP <laughs> yeah. recently. We've got, got a lot to get through. Um, so take me through how the last few years have been for you. Oh, well, music. you know. It's a, it's a big question, but... <laughs> Great. COVID was amazing. Um, I did release some stuff. Um, I'm trying to think because my memory is terrible, but I did release <laughs> a single, like, right in the kind of thick of... COVID. So that would be, I think I released Little Things in mm-hmm. 2020. And then later in 2020, I released the f- first or the first and the second tracks from my debut EP, I think. And then I released my, tell me if I'm wrong, then I released my debut EP last year. Is that right? That sounds, that sounds about <laughs> right. I know that Little Things was a COVID one. Yeah. I remember that being 2020. I think you had four singles, or three or four singles in 2020. Oh, my God, I should have checked this before I came here. <laughs> I, that um, happens a lot, though. I just, I'm not a dates person, and I, yeah, I, I'm, I know, I remember that Little Things was during COVID. Mm. And it was just because, you know, like, it's hard to not release stuff. If you have songs to release, you're like, well, you know, might not be a great time, but... Let's put it out there. And it was, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it makes sense. A lot of people did release. Some people used it as a songwriting period. Some people thought, well, this is a perfect opportunity to focus. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, saying that, is that how you used your time? You did any writing? You did all releasing? It was all very focused? No um, live, I'm guessing. No live performance? Yeah, no, I did. So I, was, I stayed with my ex for the first, like, proper three-month. Wow. Um... At the time, we were still together. Oh, right. <laughs> right, no, okay. I thought you... No, yeah. <laughs> I thought, that's, that's a tricky situation. No, yeah, no. So we were together at that point, and I stayed with him, and we did a lot of stuff together because he's a musician as well. Um, so we... I remember we did lots of, like, live... What are they called? Live streams. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Live streams um, together, just kind of for fun, and to give... We did, like, a weekly one for a while, mm-hmm. um, which was fun at first and then got a bit old. Like, I think a lot of people, again, who did live streaming didn't love it after a while because mm. it's just not the same. Um, and did I do... I didn't do a lot of songwriting. I didn't find it particularly inspiring, I don't think. I think 
I need to be uh, like I don't know Active. living a bit more yeah. maybe to write well I don't know I just didn't find it inspiring um, at least that first I'm thinking of like the main kind mm. of first lockdown um, so yeah I kind of got all like tried to get things finished mm. um, and like read because obviously when you release music you have to first like record the music but then there's a whole bunch of other stuff you have to do as well so I think I did all that and yeah like found an artist who did the little cover art for Mm -hmm. little things for that single and yeah and then I just yeah I can't remember it was a it was a weird time it's a long time ago now I was saying this a few weeks ago it's something that I've kind of forgotten happened and then I speak to somebody in this context and I realized that that's it feels like an age ago it was like over two years ago now the beginning of it or two and a half years ago but yes but they're quite formative months I think for a lot of people in music um Mm. so the songs you you released in that time you actually wrote before the whole pandemic yeah yeah um yeah all of them and I started recording um a couple of the ones I released later in 2020 um but yeah they'd all been written before I think a lot of them had been written in autumn 2019 Mm. yeah that's kind of a a period of rest for you and then suddenly everything like took off I guess after releases um how did music actually become your life I suppose Oh, gosh, that's like a... I mean, very gradually. Mm. I mean, I so I kind of... I did a lot of music when I was younger. My parents are both actually, like, classically trained musicians. Okay. Um, and I played violin when I was a kid, like, in orchestras and things like that. Sang a lot. And um, then when I was a teenager, I, like, joined my first band. Um, and sort of started toying with songwriting mm. I mean I I did but I hated my songwriting and I <laughs> I always wrote but I didn't like yeah. sh- sharing it and then as I got a bit older I took it more seriously and started actually like performing my own songs but it took ages for me and I kind of I went to uni and I studied history and I mm. I didn't pursue music in a kind of standard way at all it was a bit of a like strange mm. roundabout way <laughs> Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? I do. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. This is the first, I would say, like, proper, proper. song. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm <laughs> Actually, for. Like, I wrote songs when I was a kid. My dad used to take me to ballet, and I used to write songs in the car and make him sing backing <laughs> vocals and then tell him off when he got it wrong. <laughs> but I remember um, my first, like, serious song. I think I was 14, and it was about <laughs> so embarrassing a classic teenage thing it mm. was my friend's boyfriend who i fancied and i wrote a song about that and i think i remember a bit of it being like oh but you are oh, i can't remember now it was something like <laughs> but your arms aren't around me like it was really sad <laughs> so i remember the kind of teenage angst bit of those very <laughs> early like very basic songs like Mm. I didn't really know how to play guitar. I just knew, like, a few chords and just, yeah. How has that developed between... <laughs> so from that point, say that's your beginning point, did you always just write on your own? You did that classic artist thing where you, you sit in your bedroom and every week you just write song after song and you sort of bowl through them all and then you got to this point? Or were you much more relaxed, did one every now and again? Um, I think... Oh, God, it's tricky because I don't think I... It wasn't... There were breaks in between, I mm. think, for me, so... After the band, I sort of stopped doing music generally for a, quite a long time. 
Um, and then I think when I was at uni, I started taking it more seriously and I, that's when I discovered Joni Mitchell and I was like, oh, songs can be like this. <laughs> like they can, because I think before that I'd always listened to mostly either the music that my friends were listening to mm. or what I'd grown up listening to, like, because my, my dad was in a band as well, so mm. he kind of listened to a whole bunch of, like, 80s stuff. So I'd grown up listening to all of that stuff, and I loved it all, but I'd, I guess I didn't, like, think of the songwriting in the same mm. way, and when I discovered Joni Mitchell and she was singing about things that were really relatable to me, I was like, oh, I can write songs, not maybe not like that, because she's <laughs> a genius, but, you know, in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started, I think, kind of like, yeah, spending time in my room, like writing and writing. And But then even then I didn't perform them or anything for ages. So what it was, was all that? very slow. What was the gap? What was that made you, what made you stop doing music? Was it that you just felt uninspired until you found uh, those kind of songwriters? I honestly think I thought it's really bizarre because my parents, like I said, my parents are musicians and... Um, so they, they've had, like, both had quite strange lives, I guess, because mm-hmm. they didn't do your, your standard job. Mm-hmm. My dad did work in TV for a, a good while, but, like, both of them have done a bunch of different things. And But for some reason, I was like, music isn't really something that I'm going to ever do professionally, so there's sort of no point, I think, is what I thought at the time. So I just stopped pursuing it because I was just like, nah. Like, maybe I just didn't think I was good enough. And then... Mm-hmm. You know, you just have that little, if you are if you have a passion, you have that little kind of thing in the back of your mind that's, like, telling you, I still want to do this or something. And mm. I think that's what made me, what, like, brought me back to it again. But, yeah, I think it was, yeah. That's <laughs> interesting. It's interesting because I think when you're going through the, the period of, like, trying to figure out what you want to do and looking at careers... It's usually when you have parents who were in that career, they sort of guide you into it just because you're in yeah. uh, involved in it all the time. But yeah, it's interesting to hear that having a musical background and not quite feeling like you believed in yourself at that I point. I know. I think it's weird. It's like, it's like reverse rebellion. <laughs> it is. Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think it is just... I mean, my parents, I think they really loved parts of their lives, but obviously it was difficult. Um... Like, my dad left his band when he was, like, in his sometime in his 20s and did a bunch of other stuff. And I don't know, I think maybe I just thought, oh, this is too hard or something. And it is hard. That's, But, you know, it's worth it, I think, as well. But, yeah. So now you feel like you're on the right path, you're pushing through... Or do you still have that? I mean, I think all musicians have that existential dread and the... Uh, yeah, I'm such an overthinker. Like, probably, again, like most people yeah. who are creative at all, um, or at least a whole bunch of them, I'm a massive overthinker. I'm always, like, not always, that would be exhausting, but it is quite exhausting. Mm. I do worry about what I'm doing. I do want to be more successful. Mm. But then every time I try and think of something else, it kind of pulls me back mm. I guess um but yeah you know like I have to do other stuff as well mm. but um yeah yeah do you get that feeling uh, the important thing is that when you get that feeling that you can't do anything else like you kind of have like you were saying that that little like, feeling in the back yeah. of your head is that how it feels like you, you go off path for a bit and you think oh maybe I'll try this but then you always seem to come back I think it is 
I think that's it. <laughs> and that's when you always know that. Yeah, it just feels a bit, you know, meant to be. Mm. Um, and it's like it's songwriting, I think, songwriting and performing as well. So I guess the two main things. I love writing, and when I'm in a good writing phase, I'm so. I'm like at my best then. Mm. I'm so happy because I'm like whatever I'm doing, whatever's going on in my life. If I'm writing, I feel like I'm doing the thing I'm meant to be doing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got the same. That's, I feel like you've the got the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah. The important feeling. Um, so the first song you did for us uh, about you. Yeah, is that what it's called. How did you feel? What kind of space were you in when you wrote that one? Was that recent? That is a recent song. Yeah, unreleased. <laughs> Unreleased, but recorded. I've just recorded it. Oh, okay. So I've got, like, a whole bunch of um, music that's ready to... I've got basically a five-track EP ready to go. And then I've got two more songs about you and another one that are in the process of being mixed and stuff right now. So, I mean, I have so much music to get out. (laughs) That's really exciting, but also quite stressful. Um, So, yeah, About You um, was written this summer. Um... It's, I mean, I don't want to go too much into it. And I don't... <laughs> I was saying this to you before. I'm I'm weird about, like, explaining songs or maybe I'm afraid of, like, over-explaining them. Mm-hmm. I quite like leaving it a bit mysterious, but it is it is obviously a song about being confused about a relationship with someone and what it means mm-hmm. and what you are to each other. Um, and I remember I wrote the beginning of it ages ago, like... When did I? Yeah, I wrote it right at the beginning of the year. The big, the first like verse, mm. which I do sometimes. I'll write like a chunk of lyrics or like a whole um, chord progression or something, and then I won't be able to find the other bits for it, and I'll <laughs> leave it for a bit. And then suddenly, weirdly, like six months later or even longer, I'll be writing or doing something, and then suddenly I'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is. This mm-hmm. is what the song is. I didn't realise. So I wrote that, um, yeah, that first verse and then was like, I don't know what this song is about. Like, it just feels very general and vague. And then it just found its place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I finished it. Love is a battle It's an ever-fixed mark It is a holy thing Life is a journey, it's a walk in the park, it is a daily way. I don't know about you, but I've been watching from afar. I don't know about you, where you're going. What we are Running in circles Kissing strangers in my mind Dreaming I'm meant to be Weirdly romantic For this unforgiving time This strange reality I don't know about you, but I've been drowning in your eyes. I don't know about you, if the goal is worth the cost, it's worth the price. 
What do I know? I know that I've been wrong before. Ooh, what do I know? Will I lose the good I have by wanting more? Love is a battle. It's an ever-fixed mark. It is a holy thing. I don't know about you, and if you feel the way I feel, I don't know about you. About you, oh, I'm stumbling in the dark. Whoa, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. The Alpha Sessions. This one reminded me of Nora Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had that comparison, not with that specific song, but generally, I've had that comparison one or two times before, which is a massive compliment. (laughs) The tone of your voice, I think, is this tone um, and the tenderness of this one in particular. Mm. This is the one that's very sort of mellow. but also, and I don't know if anyone agrees with me, when I listen to recorded versions of your songs, your, your sound kind of reminds me of Dido. And I've never... I don't know if anyone said that to you before People either. have said that to me before as I, well. But yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on why. Because yeah. it's like, it's sort of the tone of the voice, but there's something else about it. I don't know what it I've is. I've been told that I have a bit of a 90s vibe. Yeah, it's like... I'm a 90s... I mean, I, I'm a 90s kid. That's when I was born, the decade I was born in, so... Maybe it's just, like, sat there in me forever. But at the same time, I feel like that in terms of the way you sound and the way it feels, but there's also, like, um, a lot of Crosby, Stills, Nash, Joni. Yeah. Like, Laurel Canyon, 70s folk. Is that the kind of stuff you grew up listening to? No, that's the kind of stuff that... I I don't think... I didn't... Yeah, I didn't really grow up listening to, um, like, folky music at all. Like, my dad listened to a lot of Pink Floyd, Bowie... Mm -hmm. Kate Bush, great people, like, people I love. Um, And my mum, and I guess there was classical music as well. Mm. Um, I don't know, I guess my mum listened to a lot of classical music. But, yeah, she does, my mum loves Joni Mitchell, but I did not discover all that stuff until I kind of discovered it myself. At uni, like, I had a friend who loved Joni Mitchell, and we bonded (laughs) over that, and, yeah. (laughs) What's your favourite Joni era? Because she's got a lot of albums. That's such a good question. I'm glad you asked that. That means that you actually... (laughs) That means you actually know, because... um, So I'm... I would say... I I mean, I love Joni, and I don't Mm -hmm. like, you know... I don't want to sound critical, but um, I love it when her voice lowered a little bit. Yeah. So I I guess, like, early 70s stuff is probably my favourite era. Like, I love Hajira. And when is Hijira? Is it 1970 or 1971? Well, 71 is blue, I think. Oh, maybe Hijira is a bit later then. Maybe so Hijira is like... 76. Oh, wow. Oh, then that whole that, the, first the chunk of the 70s is like, from blue onwards, is epic. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that, actually. Yeah. Um, so I guess you feel like your songwriting now is informed by a lot of that work. 
yeah I think I mean she's definitely been a massive influence on me and just all the kind of strong female singer songwriters I can't help but like be inspired by Mm. them because they're relatable for me Mm -hmm. you know so yeah Yeah. (laughs) have you ever been to see any uh, heroes live any of your like idols you ever seen any of them live when you said Heroes Live, I, for a second I didn't know what you meant, and I was like, "What's Heroes Live? Like, <laughs> it's some show." I was any like, I've "Not heard of this." Any of your faves? Um, have I seen? I mean, I've seen people who are more contemporary, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but I'm trying to think if I've seen. Like, I've never seen Joni. Obviously, she doesn't. Re- I mean, she's actually performing she's now. Yeah, yeah, like performing that. a bit more now. But um, oh, I've seen Paul Simon. Oh, nice. I went That's and saw him um, in Hyde Park. When he did, like, nice. the Grey Sound thing. That was ages ago, but that was so cool. Uh, and I think James Taylor was playing then huh. as well. Or maybe that was a different time. And Carol King. All these things I'd are st- stuff I've seen with, like, my family. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have. What's <laughs> but not Joni. best gig you've ever been to see? That I is think. such a hard question. The best <laughs> gig I've ever been to. Well, okay, no, maybe not the best gig ever, but, like, one of your favourite ever that you can think <sighs> of. What comes to mind? Well, randomly, what came to mind is... A very small gig. Um, I remember when I saw Flight for the first time. Do you know Flight? They're so good. And um, I was going to see someone else, and I can't remember who I was going to see, and this never happens. But they came on, and I'd never heard of them. They were the the support act, Mm. and they were so good. And I became a massive fan, like, then, and I've been a fan ever since. And this was, like, probably 2014 or something. It was, Mm. yeah. But they, they're... Well, they're not a four-piece anymore, but at the time they were a four-piece, and they they're a bit they were a bit Beatlesy, like they do four-part mm-hmm. harmony and stuff, and they were so good. So I remember that being a particularly good gig. I mean, there's been loads, but it's hard to remember like your <laughs> yeah, favorite no, gig. I know. I know. Uh, but Carol King of, was great. She's oh, great. I'd love to. She's great. Um, speaking of support slots, yeah, we've got one coming up. Yes. Who's that for? Pylons or the pylons? Oh I never know if it's pylons or the pylons. That's so impressive. the the stuff that I'm recording now is recorded with with um someone called joey walker mm. he's great um and he is in this band the pylons or pylons i should know this <laughs> um he's a drummer and so they invited me to open for them at uh, o2 academy islington i never know how to say it yeah o2, o2 academy, academy islington, islington uh next month which i think will be very fun yeah yeah that sounds <laughs> good. do you uh gig a lot is that something that you think is really important for your career I go in big waves. I do gig. I, I I generally do gig a lot, but I haven't been gigging a lot over the last, um, like couple of months or mm. so. Three. Like I've had a little bit of a break, and I think sometimes you need a break <laughs> to like either work on the songs that you're going to release or just like re-establish what you're trying to do or something. Mm. So yeah, I did. I have had like a little bit of a late summer early autumn break but yeah so this gig next month will be very fun <laughs> nice a nice break off yeah um so that's kind of the live side mm-hmm. and you're very active there as for writing we talked a little bit about it your process you mentioned is variable yeah the second song you did for us was little things yeah um how did that's quite a while ago so again i'm asking you to dig some stuff up here yeah, yeah. but how did that one come about Oh my gosh, now I'm going to sound like a girl that always writes songs about breakups and stuff. <laughs> I think everyone talks an, about it. But I do write songs about other stuff, I swear. I could have chosen, you know, the one <laughs> I was telling you about, A Tale of Faraway Land. But, um, no, so Little Things was... Um, 
Oh, I co-wrote this one. I forgot. Oh my gosh, I'm glad that you asked me this. I co-wrote this one with my bandmate Adrian, who's also known as Easy Mass, mm-hmm. um, and we again started writing it together. Um, oh my god, I can't even remember when we would we did like a songwriting session together, and we I remember we were trying to write a Christmas song. I don't <laughs> know why we just thought it'd be fun, and it wasn't going well. And then right at the end, he started playing that chord progression or something similar. And I had these lyrics and he was like, oh, just sing them over them. And I just sung them over them and it worked. And then I came up with a chorus, then dropped it and then came back to it like months later when I'd broken up with someone and um, was like, oh, this is great. And just finished it really quickly. And then I was like, Adrian, I finished that song. And then, yeah, it like became a, a bit of a favourite with some people, like a live favourite. Um, so, yeah, weird. I don't know why I, I nearly completely trashed it. (laughs) I made you a picnic I made you a roast You brought me flowers and buttered my toast You carried my shopping
the Alpha Sessions. Uh, you mentioned songwriting sessions. Do you do those regularly or are you quite no, a solo writer? I'm quite a solo writer. Um, but I do like challenging myself and I think it's quite challenging writing with someone else. Some people it's easier than others, I think. I haven't done much of it, but it's a bit exposing because mm. when you're writing, obviously you're vulnerable mm. and then you can feel a bit stupid as well. Like you're like, is this is this good? <laughs> Am I good? Um but I think it is a good thing to do, and I would yeah. definitely do more of it if, like, opportunities came up. Do you feel like it's a lot harder to get lyrics out there or just everything? Because I think I've, yeah. I've had a block before when there's someone else in the room and then you, and yeah. you know that it's in there, but you can't, like... Sing. And then you go home and then you write it, yeah. <laughs> like, on your own. Yeah. Because it's, it's, just, it's just tricky. I think maybe if you're songwriting with someone you're quite comfortable with, mm. then it's easier but imagine doing it with like a stranger just mm. like I think they do that in Nashville quite a lot they just sort of have these Bank sessions and I think probably again it's a thing you just practice and it gets yeah. easier but yeah no I haven't done loads <laughs> of it but you, that uh, song got written that way do you have a dream collaborator Ooh, uh, anyone on any Anais level Mitchell do you know her it's a really familiar name so she is amazing check her out um, she's the writer of the songs of Hades Town, which was like a Tony Award winning musical, oh, wow. but she's very folky. And she like she's someone who wrote a musical on the guitar, which is so interesting because most musically people are piano based, I think, like composers. And um yeah, so she but she's done tons of albums herself and she's mm. great. And I'm actually going to see her this mm. next month. Lovely. November. Yeah. Now I want to take you back to your first ever release. How did you find that process? Did you do it all independently? Was it quite a, a project for you? Was it just like, yeah, just give it a go, very casual? I recorded a couple of songs with this sort of friend-ish person. Yeah, fr- a friend now, but like at the time we weren't like good friends. We just started um, recording together. And then I think what happened, I just, I think I did it quite independently. He gave me a bit of advice. And then I just sort of did it. And it got onto, like, this playlist, this, like, bigger playlist. So it did quite well. Not well, but compared to, you know, famous people. But it it got, like, quite a lot of um, streams at the time, which was great. But, yeah, it was just very... We we recorded it in his house, like, with, like, one mic on the drums Mm. and stuff, you know. Do you know, I actually noted um, that it's on about 170,000 streams but that's from that's ages hard. ago as well because it got on this huge. big playlist and then it just like petered out <laughs> but still i yeah. mean that's something i think people focus a lot on streams yeah as well though but in in terms of that world did that kind of get you down or did that spur you on some people get really obsessed with like numbers and streams and trying to get on playlists and i mean it, to an extent it's obviously like every i'm sure we all want to be getting loads of streams <laughs> yeah like i'm i still want to but um I mean, it's, there's so many things that are difficult about doing this. Like, mm. it's just one of the things, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm always, I'm quite a, um, I guess I'm quite like a, what's the word? I don't even know what the word is. Hopeful or like... Optimistic. I, I'm, yeah, optimistic. There we go. I, or, or just, I'm kind of like, okay, that didn't work. So let's try doing mm. this this way. At least some of the time I'm like that, you know? So <laughs> usually I just come up with another plan of what I'm going to try next. I mean, yeah. so far I haven't given up, but yeah. <laughs> do you feel um, do you feel being a woman in music, releasing, being independent is one thing, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of work, 
But do you think being a woman has affected... Can you feel issues with... I mean, even in my first band, this is... I mean, this might not be what you meant, but I think it's like a confidence thing as well because in my first band, I remember being so um, lacking in confidence generally Mm. about, like, not necessarily performing. I always kind of... I, I always found that a bit more natural Mm. but yeah like songwriting I was too scared to like even show them my songs and like I just feel like maybe a lot of the time men have a lot more people to look up to musician wise and they just feel more like it's their place and like in the studio and stuff there's a lot of men Mm. and I it took me a while to feel more confident um in all of those spaces because there's just a lot of men who are really good at playing guitar and you're just like yeah, again, like, am I... Do I belong here? Mm. Um, and I, I am a lot more confident about it now, but it took a while. So in that way, yeah, I think it is hard being women just because I think there are a few less women doing all of those different mm. jobs. But it's changing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely changing, especially yeah. with more people like you. And, I mean, us just being out there and doing our own thing. Yeah, um, you. I mean, there's lots of female performers, yeah. but there's not necessarily loads of female producers or, yeah. like, engineers, engineers and all that stuff. And... I always think they're so cool when I when I come across one. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yay! <laughs> but saying this, you I noticed did a Kickstarter campaign, yeah, that was just like crazy successful within like a week. And so yeah. like these things, you think about where you came from, being kind of like nervous and anxious yeah. in a room, and then I mean, how did that feel? How did that Kickstarter campaign? I'm such go? a like I'm not I I'm I always take everything very like I'm. What's I, again? I don't know what the word for this is, but modest. I'm maybe I'm modest. I don't know if I'm modest because that sounds really arrogant to say no, I'm modest. No, no. But I just feel like every achievement that happens, people are like, "Oh, that's really great," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's okay." Because <laughs> you're always trying to get. To I that just next want, level, more. want more. <laughs> I'm just yeah, greedy. Yeah. That's what it is. That's, yeah, that's I'm just so is. greedy. So I mean, yeah, I was like, great, that was successful. Like, thank God that it didn't just fail because that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> That's what I'm terrified of. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Yeah, I was really scared before I did it. Um, but uh, yeah, and then it was you know really nice that people supported it. Mm. Um, and yeah, very like a bit. It's vulnerable again. It's like mm. doing something that puts you in a very vulnerable position. Mm. But um, yeah, it felt it felt good, and it was necessary mm. because money. <laughs> yeah, and now you've got this EP. Yeah, and that's what it was funding, right? Yeah. Um, what was that? Called? I mean, it didn't fund all of it. it funded like a little bit of it. What's really? the EP called? Yeah, what's the EP? Called? I don't know. Uh, I haven't got a name for it yet. That's bad. I'm just currently ah. like working on getting all the oh, artwork really? and stuff together for it. So it's like the music is ready, but it's all the other stuff that's been taking mm. me a while to figure out. I don't know why. Sometimes I'm quicker at this stuff than other times, but mm. I want it to be good because I really like these songs. And I'm really proud of it. So I want all the other stuff around it, like the artwork and everything, to be good too. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. If, what, it might, I might call it Hurry Honey Pie because I just love, mm. I think it's a good name, Hurry Honey that's, Pie. That's the third song. That brings us very one. nicely yeah. onto. <laughs> See, you're destined for yeah. this kind of work. Um, yeah, so talk me through honey, Hurry Honey Pie. Yeah, so that was a song I wrote at the beginning of this year. Mm. Um, so... Broke up with someone in the autumn last year mm-hmm. and then started, I guess, I you know, you have that period of being very sad and then you have a period, well, this is what happens to me, then you have a period of being really creative mm-hmm. once you sort of get over the first bit of being just really sad. <laughs> um, 
And yes, I wrote Hurry Honey Pie. And it's basically just a song about being in a position where everything is a bit rubbish. I was about to say a different word and then I was like, (laughs) do I need to be careful? A bit rubbish. And um, it's just me saying, can something good happen now, please? Hurry, honey pie. Hurry, like the honey, the sweetness of life, you know? Um, It's it's just that. It's like kind of a yearning song, I think. Again, a song that got written, that was one that got written very quickly. It just sort of poured out. Is this EP like a collection of things that are very similar in terms of feeling and in terms of that sentiment or are these all these songs you just sort of like, yeah, I like that one, I like that one. <laughs> do you tend to do concepts? Or no. Do you, no, that's not a concept at all. It's it's all songs that are at least, to, like, at least partly my experiences, but often what I'll do is I'll have... A song will be kind of... will start being because of something that I've experienced and then... I'll draw on something else a bit. But I think they're all... Let me, let me just think. They're all quite personal, I mm. think, in this EP. Um, so that's the only thing I could say that was, like, a kind of theme. Mm. Um, and then they're all recorded around the same time, like, this summer, well, I guess spring, summer, with the same person. And, like, working on that and kind of... I brought in some songs that were a few years old, mm. I guess, and then... For example, Hurry Honey Pie, we just I'd just written it and then we recorded it. Um but like working with the same person and it's, it was like a very small team. It was just me, Joey, my bandmate, Adrian, and then one or two other people doing like one or two other bits. You know, we've got like a lovely violinist, um whose name I've forgotten. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, so it was just I think that's the only thing that kind of ties everything together is the production and like who worked on it and everything but they're, they're just songs that I wrote <laughs> I mean that's all anything is really yeah. every I'm just I just wrote some songs stuff I wrote. Um, but that's the, the musical side of things in terms of the promotion and the the imagery and all of the aesthetics is that all you just sort of that's why I'm struggling that's, I think <laughs> that's one of the hardest things yeah it's so I'm not an artist I mean to be fair like I do enjoy I did do quite a bit of art when I was younger but mm. that having to do all those different jobs is hard and like yeah, I think that's why I'm struggling because I want to come up with the right kind of, yeah, like design for mm. it. And it's just not, it's not necessarily obvious, maybe. Mm. Maybe this stuff just wasn't obvious to me this time. So it's just taking a bit of time, but um, I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. we're getting there, we're getting there. And I'm excited <laughs> to hear it all. Thank I'm very you. Excited. I'm excited um, for it. <laughs> before you play us out, Plug your socials. Tell us where we can find you. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I used to have Instagram, but it just apparently got deleted. <laughs> Theoretically, <laughs> where where can we find you and how can we... How do you spell your name? So, Sayanese is the word say, S-A-Y, and then a space, and then A-N-I-S-E. Um, and it's basically Sayanese everywhere. So, Instagram. I think there's an underscore there for Instagram. Spotify at Sayanese. I have a website, sayanese.com, no spaces. Um, what else is there? Facebook? YouTube. YouTube, yeah, it's all just Sayanese. Um, so that's how you find me. Yeah, wherever you kind of like finding people. Amazing. <laughs> well, it's <was laughs> lovely talking to you. Lovely talking and, to you um, as well. I hope we can have you back in the studio again. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Thank you.
Sky. 